Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Welcome back to our series on the sign of four. We're now going to examine the context of this serialized detective novel. Because of their immediate nature, serialized novels are an excellent way for readers to gain an insight into the mood and paranoias of different times. As a critic, you should always consider what a text can tell you about the time it is set in, and that's doubly true for serialized novels, which can almost serve as portals to precise time due to the immediacy of the publication. In the case of *The Sign of Four*, the series provides us readers with an insight into the colonial era and how ideas of the empire and imperialism were influencing the opinions and fears of the British people. Indeed, for some critics, the popularity of the Holmes series and indeed Holmes and Watson as characters was due to their engagement with colonial themes and anxieties. As readers, we need to remember that these stories were being written at a time when Britain's European and American rivals were beginning to challenge the UK's colonial authority. At a time when the British were beginning to doubt their dominance in the world, Sherlock offered solace, both with his reassuring ability to solve the most heinous of crimes in a gentlemanly fashion, and also what Lillian Nader notes is his talent for tracking down and exterminating savage invaders. This idea of the savage from outside of Britain is an example of the colonial other, which frequently makes an appearance in Sherlock Holmes' stories. More often than not, this colonial other emerges as a reductive caricature of foreign peoples with whom the British Empire had contact during their various civilizing and colonizing missions. The construction of this particular type of other is often aligned with something that academics term. Orientalism. This refers to a way of writing or seeing that imagines and exaggerates the differences between British culture and foreign persons, and often sees those foreign characters and cultures as something undeveloped, backward, exotic, and dangerous. This is a problematic dynamic in a lot of Victorian fiction, as it essentially casts anyone who isn't British as something or someone. To be feared and controlled, we see this in the sign of four when there is a very strong threat of invasion from forces outside of Britain. Indeed, that idea of vulnerable boundaries being punctured by foreign invasive forces is not only mapped onto the body politic of Britain, but the very body of Holmes himself. As he opens the sign of four by injecting himself with cocaine, this act of puncturing resonates with various fears about invasion and corruption that was circulating around the British public imaginary at the turn of the century. This is particularly interesting when we consider that Holmes's role within the novels is not to corrupt but to protect, as Lillian Nader suggests. Holmes is an important cultural figure. As not only is he able to track down and exterminate savage invaders, 
He could protect defenceless women from persecution and expose class transgressions, thus restoring not only criminal order, but social and cultural as well. Through Holmes, Conan Doyle was able to produce a figure that could defend the status quo at home, as well as in the colonies. All three of those ideas, colonial invasion, domestic protection and class transgression, are present in the sign of four. Miss Mary Morstan is the defenceless English female being kept from justice by the working class Jonathan Small and his savage companion from the colonies, Tonga. By the end of the novel, however, that colonial threat has been slain, shot by both Watson and Holmes, and Mary is engaged to be married to Watson. Jonathan Small, too, has been brought to justice and kept from the riches that are not rightfully his. Fundamentally, this is the function of the detective novel. It moves a society in a state of unrest and instability towards a state of control and balance. The Sign of Four would have been both an exhilarating and a calming read for the people of Britain, showing that the nation could still maintain control and order over colonies which had begun to mutiny and fight back against the empire. Doyle's decision to have two characters with colonial links, namely Jonathan Small and Tonga, at the heart of the story, speaks to the commonly held fear of the time that the colonial efforts of Britain would lead to a blurring of boundaries between what is British and what is British Empire. There was fear that this blurring would eventually lead to more violent confrontation, much like the Indian Mutiny of 1857. A lot of these ideas are not explored directly in the text, but they are there, and it is important that you consider this information as you continue to study the sign of four. That's enough for this episode. Next time we'll take a closer look at all the key characters of the book, who they are and what they represent. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.